This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University, WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. April 20th, 2021. I'm Catherine Blankenship. And I'm Alex Jackson. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, rebels threaten to take over Chad's capital, all on your daily, only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Kyle Weiss will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ben Cower will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a partly sunny 72 degrees. And now on to our top story. A top military commander says that Chadian President Idris Deby Into has been killed on the battlefield in a fight against rebels. He has died after more than three decades in power. The stunning announcement on national television and radio came just hours after officials had declared him the winner of the April 11th vote, paving the way for him to stay in power for six more years. The circumstances of Deby's death could not immediately be independently confirmed due to the remote location. It was not known why the president would have visited the area or participated in ongoing clashes with rebels who opposed his rule. Russia has insisted that it has the right to restrict foreign naval ships' movement off Crimea, rejecting Ukrainian complaints and Western criticism. Ukraine last week protested the Russian move to close uh, broad areas of the Black Sea near Crimea to foreign navy ships and state vessels until November. The U.S. also aired its concern Monday with State Department spokesman Ned Price saying, quote, this represents yet another unprovoked escalation in Moscow's ongoing campaign to undermine and destabilize Ukraine, unquote. The EU also voiced concern about Moscow's move. Russia's, Russia's Deputy Foreign Minister, Sergei Rybevkov, charged Tuesday that the restrictions on foreign naval ships were in line with international agreements. President Idris Deby Into, who ruled Chad for more than 30 years and became an important ally to the Western nations in the fight against Islamic extremism in Africa, has been killed while battling rebels in the north. He was 68. The news of his death, announced Tuesday by the military, came hours after he had been declared the winner of an election that would have given another six years in power. A group of athletes and human rights activists is calling on the IOC to sanction Iran's Olympic program for what it says the country's long-running pattern of ordering athletes to avoid competing against Israelis in international events. The head of the United for Navid campaign f- formed to protest the execution of Iranian wrestler Navid Afkari sent a letter to IOC President Thomas Bach this week. It highlights more than a half dozen examples over the past 16 years of Iranian athletes intentionally losing matches that would set up meetings against Israelis or withdrawing from competitions against athletes from that country. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is extending travel restrictions that make it mandatory for air travelers to quarantine in a hotel at their own expense when they arrive in Canada. He is also thanking the country's two major airlines for extending a voluntarily suspension of flights to Mexico and all Caribbean destinations until May 21st. The measures were first announced in January. Trudeau is reiterating now that it is not the time to travel. He says Canada's strict travel, testing, and quarantine measures are extremely important, but he notes international travel directly accounts for a small amount of cases in Canada, and those restrictions are just one tool to fight the pandemic. 
Canada is seeing a third wave of infections, particularly in Ontario, where Premier Doug Ford was slow in reimposing lockdown restrictions. Coming up, trial for West Virginia teenager killed starts next week. That and more news from across the tri-state when News Center 88 returns right after this. can't make it. Luke. Luke. Ed, is that you? You must go to the Marshall system. There you shall seek out WMUL-FM and be trained in the ways of news, sports, and the widest variety of music in the tri-state. But how, Ben? Use the force, Luke. Let it guide you to 88.1 on the dial. And remember, WMUL's force will always be with you. Memory is shot. My legs feel like lead. Every muscle in my body is screaming. So why does everyone think the problem is in my head? Chronic fatigue syndrome can be as isolating as it is debilitating. Visit www.cdc.gov CFS for the latest information on diagnosis and management. cdc.gov CFS. Get informed. Get diagnosed. Get help. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, CDC. Ah, my darling, I love the tango, and I love you, more than the sunrise on a clear summer day, more than the colors of the rainbow, more than the, how do you say, American football. Do you love me more than the WMUL? Are you crazy, woman? I mean, alas, it is not so. For the WMUL is, how do you say, ah yes, too sexy. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Catherine Blinkenship. And I'm Alex Jackson. A trial is set to start next week in West Virginia for a man accused of killing his girlfriend's daughter. A jury was selected Friday in the trial of Andy J. McCauley Jr. in the May 2019 death of Riley Crossman. The general reports the trial will begin next Monday in Morgan County Circuit Court. The 15-year-old Crossman's decomposed body was found on an embankment near a road in rural Beckley County by officers from the Division of Natural Resources. Berkeley Springs High School had contacted her mother a week earlier about her absence from school. Macaulay is charged with first-degree murder and concealment of a body. A GOP-backed bill will change the name of an Ohio State Park to honor former President Donald Trump. The bill primarily sponsors by freshman state rep Mike Loichek, to rename Mosquito Lake Park to Donald J. Trump State Park is the latest attempt by Ohio Republicans to honor the former president. The state park in question is located in Cortland with more than 7,000 acres and one of the largest lakes in the state. Loychik had initially announced his plans for the bill in mid-March, resulting in a wave of criticism for Democratic colleagues who believe there are more pressing issues for the House to focus on. Police say three men from Ohio were killed and three others were injured in a crash along Interstate 75 in northern Kentucky. A statement from Kentucky State Police says an initial investigation found that 23-year-old Luis Diego Godino Rivera was driving a GMC Yukon south on I-75 Monday evening near Williamstown. Police say the vehicle drifted off the right shoulder, struck a guardrail, re-entered the roadway, and overturned multiple times. The crash killed the driver and two passengers, who were all from Dayton. Three other passengers were taken to hospitals to be treated for injuries. The crash remains under investigation. 
West Virginia Governor Jim Justice on Monday lifted a limit on the number of people who can gather for social events and tweaked the state's face covering mandate to allow people exercising indoors to go maskless. The governor has already lifted most, most other restrictions on businesses and public life. Residents engaging in physical activity at a fitness center or other indoor space can take off their masks, but they are expected to wear them at all other times, such as when resting at the gym. About 38% of residents have received at least one coronavirus vaccine dose, while 28.4 are fully vaccinated, state data show. West Virginia received $1.8 million from the federal stimulus to track the spread of new COVID-19 variants in the state. The state has so far confirmed cases of virus strains from the UK, California, and Brazil, mostly concentrated in the northern part of the state and eastern panhandle. Some variants are seen as more infectious and deadly, and officials urge residents to get vaccinated and other to stamp out their spread. The funding is allocated through the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and aims to expand genomic sequencing to identify variants. Coming up next, jury reaches verdict in trial of Derek Chavon. That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Notice when you have a baby, everyone seems to give you advice. From your mother-in-law, to your own parents, to your friends. But when it comes to the important stuff, like immunizations and protecting my baby's health, I trust my baby's doctor. She really listens to my questions about shots, gives me great information, and she works with me to make sure my baby gets protected. And that's something even my mother-in-law can agree with. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. You did it! You won! Congratulations! You solved all 10 briefcases without hitting a whammy! That means you've won the grand prize! Tell them about it! Ride! It's brand new radio station from Marshall University, WMUL 88.1. Contains the best music library, news coverage, award-winning sports, and impeccable talent. It's the WMUL 88.1. Cutting Edge! worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back to Joy Perry Stadium in Bowling Green, Ohio, a stone's throw from I-75. Back inside the KFC Young Center in Louisville, Kentucky. And welcome back inside the MAC Center here in Kent, Ohio. Marshall women's basketball preparing to take on the Golden Flashes. From Millet Hall in Oxford, Ohio, the campus of Miami University. Here at Top Dally Ficklin Stadium in the Emerald City, Greenville, North Carolina. WMUL-FM Huntington. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program in the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Katherine Blinkenship. And I'm Alex Jackson. Breaking news, jurors have reached a verdict in Derek Chauvin's trial over the death of George Floyd. Chauvin is charged with second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter, slaughter, all of the charges. A bidding war is breaking out for Kansas City Southern, with Canadian Ra National Railway making a $33.7 billion cash-in-stock offer for the railway. The bid trumps a $25 billion cash-in-stock proposal made by the Canadian Pacific last month. Shares of Kansas City Southern jumped more than 14% in Tuesday pre-market trading. CN stock fell 7.7%. CN says 
Its offer is worth 325 per Kansas City Southern share. Kansas City Southern shareholders would receive $200 in cash and 1.59 shares of CN common stock for each share. But any deal could face tough scrutiny from regulators who haven't approved a major railroad merger since the 1990s. Police say a gunman shot three workers inside a manager's office at a Long Island grocery store Tuesday, killing one of them. The man suspected in the shooting was arrested hours after fleeing the scene. Nassau County Executive Laura Curran tweeted around 3.15 p.m. Tuesday that Gabriel DeWitt Wilson was in police custody. The shooting happened inside an office upstairs from the shopping floor. The name of the victims have not yet been made public. The man who was killed was a 49-year-old store employee. The two wounded were hospitalized and were conscious and alert. A Kentucky man has been charged with assault on a federal officer and other crimes in connection with the January insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. The FBI's Louisville field office said in a statement Tuesday that Stephen Chase has been charged with assaulting a federal officer, obstruction of law enforcement during civil disorder and obstruction of justice in Congress. The agency says Randolph is being held in federal custody and will appear for a federal judge Thursday. The FBI didn't give additional details about his arrest or charges. It is unclear whether Randolph has an attorney who can commit for him. Coming up next, North Carolina GOP lawmaker will not advance a proposal seeking to limit medical treatments for transgender people. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. Don't think a penny buys much? Depends on how much you value safety. One way to check tire safety is by placing a penny upside down in the tread. If you can see the top of Lincoln's head, you need to replace your tires. We can help you travel more safely with a five-minute monthly tire check. To learn more, visit our website at www.nhtsa.gov. Tire safety. Everything rides on it. My brothers, we gather here today for one true and all-holy purpose. The summoning of the great being. Give away your essence freely, brothers. Now, arise, arise. Yes, it's WMUL 88.1 FM. The greatest source of music, news, and sports the world has ever known. We are in debt to you. This is your Weedmeister 2000 string trimmer, cranking up to chow down on the crabgrass growing out of your driveway. This is the little chunks of rock and dirt flying everywhere like shrapnel, hitting your ankles, and sooner or later, hitting your eye. This is you calling yourself every name in the book for not wearing eye protection when working with a lawn tool. Any lawn tool. And this is a message about safety from the American Optometric Association. You two must be proud of Johnny. Oh, we sure are. Yeah, he's a great kid. So he's got a job at the dealership, right? No, no. Yes, he did. Oh, right. The dealership. You know, he just started uh, there. Actually, it's been about six weeks. <laughs> Has it been that long? And he graduates next year, right? Oh, no, no. He's still... Yes, he does, Tom. Sure, Johnny graduates next year. I thought you were talking about... Who, Tom? Need to get closer to your family? So, Larry, let's talk about your kids. Give your family everything. Give them your time. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Welcome to Marshall University. We hope you enjoy your stay. 
But we know, sometimes college students can get a little down. Introducing the cutting edge of all ailments, WMUL. Feeling homesick? No problem. WMUL will keep you company all day long, from our 6 a.m. morning shows until late night alternative. Tired of pinching pennies? Then WMUL is perfect for you. Marshall's very own radio station is 100% commercial free. We hope you enjoy our presentation, and don't forget to listen to 88.1 WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Catherine Blinkenship. And I'm Alex Jackson. The Biden administration is taking steps to protect the country's electric system from cyber attacks through a new 100-day initiative combining federal government agencies and private industry. The initiative was announced Tuesday by the Energy Department. It encourages owners and operators of power plants and electric utilities to bolster their capabilities for identifying cyber threats to their networks. It includes concrete milestones for them to put into use technology so they can spot and respond to intrusions in real time. The effort underscores the heightened concern about the prospects for cyber attacks that disrupt the nation's power supply. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says it's up to government and industry to, quote, prevent possible harms, unquote. Calls have grown for federal investigations into police killings across the nation since President Joe Biden took office and said he believes racial disparities in policing must change. But the U.S. Justice Department is still bound by the same laws that present a high bar for bringing federal charges, and that may leave victims' families disappointed. Still, the department is shifting its priorities to focus more on civil rights issues, criminal justice overhauls, and policing polices. Attorney General Merrick Garland has declared there isn't yet equal justice under the law. A group of religious leaders is calling for a boycott of Georgia-based Home Depot, saying the home improvement giant hasn't done enough to oppose the state's new voting laws. African Methodist uh, Bishop Reginald Jackson says the company has remained, quote, silent and indifferent, unquote, to his efforts to rally opposition to the new state law pushed by Republicans. Jackson had a meeting last week with Georgia-based executives to urge them to oppose the voting law, but says he has been able to contact Home Depot. The company didn't immediately respond to an email today. Boycotts have aimed to pressure business leaders to push elected officials to change. A woman from the capital, Damascus, has applied to run for president of Syria. That's according to the country's parliament, Speaker Tuesday. Bettina Ali Nahar's candidacy makes her the first female to make a bid in the country's top job. The largely symbolic election is certain to be won by President Bashar Assad. Speaker Hamoud Sabah says Nahar is a 50-year-old resident of Damascus, but little is known about her. Assad is certain to run for the fourth seven-year term. The international community is unlikely to recognize the legitimacy of the vote, which is not in line with the UN revolution seeking to resolve the 10-year-old Syrian conflict. A top North Carolina GOP lawmaker will not advance a proposal seeking to limit medical treatments for transgender people under 21. The measure put forward by three Republicans earlier this month would have prohibited doctors from providing gender-conforming hormone treatment, puberty blockers, or surgery to minors and young adults. State employees would have been required to tell parents if their child expressed desire to be treated in a way that is incompatible with the gender they were assigned at birth. LGBTQ advocates are glad the bill will not go forward, but worry about the harm it has already done. And coming up, Kyle Weiss will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ben Cower will be in with the FN88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
you job hunting? With SelfCheck, you can check your employment eligibility records before your next employer does. So before you apply, check out USCIS.gov backslash SelfCheck. It's fast, it's easy, and it's free. SelfCheck gives you the confidence of knowing your government records are in order. Check out your employment eligibility today at USCIS.gov backslash SelfCheck. SelfCheck is a service of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services and E-Verify. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. So Marshall in North Carolina, about 45 seconds away from tip-off here inside the Dean Dome. High atop the Liberty Bowl. Broadcasting from what we'll call affectionately the tool shed. As the kick is high and end over end, we're underway here at Lane Stadium. Welcome back to the Wallstein Center in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Marshall women's basketball on the brain. WMUL FM Huntington. Would you believe that someone could go in for cancer treatment and end up infected with hepatitis C? I'm Evelyn McKnight, and that's what happened to me because a healthcare worker reused a syringe during my chemotherapy. This should never happen, but in fact, thousands of people have been exposed to serious infections because of unsafe injections. Don't let it happen to you. Learn what questions to ask your healthcare provider to protect your health or even save your life. To find out more, go to oneandonlycampaign.org. Do it today. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Kyle Weiss, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. It's a partly cloudy 72 degrees out today with a humidity of about 30% and a southwest wind of about 8 miles an hour. Partly cloudy conditions will likely stick around for the rest of the day with temperatures expected to drop tonight. The pollen count for the next few days is expected to stay on the high side. As we wake up tomorrow morning, showers are likely with snow possible until noon, bringing temperatures in the 30s. Tomorrow's high expected to be 48 and a low of 32. Thanks to these cooler temperatures, the National Weather Service in Charleston has issued a freeze watch in our surrounding areas until Thursday morning. Thursday, partly cloudy conditions are expected with a high in the mid-50s and a low in the low 30s. Today's weather word of the day is convergence. Convergence is the net inflow of air molecules into a region of the atmosphere with the result of increasing surface pressure. Convergence can be caused by changing wind speeds and or changing direction of airflow. Currently outside the WMEL studios, it's a partly cloudy 72 degrees. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for News Center 88. I'm Kyle Weiss. Thanks, Kyle. Now, Ben Coward joins us with the FN 88 Sports Report. Thanks, guys. Let's start off with some thundering herd sports news. The 10th-ranked Marshall men's soccer team was honored on Tuesday, or today, by the NCAA and Conference USA, with 10 players being named to the all-conference team, as well as six superlative awards. Junior Vitor Diaz was named Player of the Year, Offensive MVP, and Co-Midfielder of the Year, as well as being named a member of the all-conference first team. Junior goalkeeper Oliver Semmel earned Goalkeeper of the Year, the Golden Glove Award, and an all-conference first team selection. Fourth-year head coach Chris Grassi earned his second consecutive Coach of the Year award. More first-team selections were senior Jamil Roberts and junior Nathan DeSantos. Four herd players were also honored as all-conference second-team selections, those players being redshirt junior Colin Masiunas, senior Pedro Dalabella, redshirt sophomore Milo Yosef, and sophomore Max Schneider. Two players were also named to the all-freshman team with Gabriel Alves and Jacob Adams. The Herd's next contest, ta- contest will be May 2nd against the Fordham Rams in the second round of the NCAA tournament. 
The match is scheduled for 1 p.m. at Gillette Field in Wilson, North Carolina. The Marshall women's golf team played the first round of the Conference USA Championships on Monday, with day one beginning with a lightning delay and day two also being marred with more weather delays. The Thundering Herd are in 10th place after the first round, with Marshall's players having between 9 and 11 holes remaining in the second round. Junior Jackie Schmidt leads Marshall with a current first-round score of a 2-over-74 and is tied for 19th. Schmidt also totaled three birdies in the round, with senior Stormy Randazzo being next up for the herd after a 4-over-76. Junior Torin Kalaski scored three birdies, with sophomore McKenna Rock having two and senior Kerry Parks having one. And now, for more sports news across the country and world. Lots of soccer news in the past 24 hours, with English opposition to the Super League intensifying, with the Premier League threatening action against the six rebel clubs and Prime Minister Boris Johnson, considering introducing laws to stop them splitting to form the new European competition. The Premier League has already threatened the six Super League clubs with expulsion from the competition if they go it alone in Europe. The other 14 clubs met on Tuesday from the Premier League and unanimously and vigorously rejected the Super League plans. As a result of harsh penalties, it seems the Super League may already be falling apart, with the chairman of Super League participant clubs Juventus and Manchester United resigning prior to a meeting between all 12 Super League clubs tonight, where the league is presumed to be disbanded. Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Chelsea, and Manchester City have all discussed their, ab- uh, their abandonment of prior plans to join the Super League. In NFL news, Mike Tomlin is sticking with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The club announced its longtime coach has signed a contract extension that runs through the 2024 season. Tomlin has 145 wins, 78 losses, and one tie in 14 years with the Steelers with one Super Bowl victory. In baseball news, the Minnesota Twins are set to resume their schedule after postponing three games due to the club's coronavirus issues. The Twins have at least four positive COVID tests in the past week, with games on Saturday and Sunday against the Los Angeles Angels being postponed. Monday's opener of a series in Oakland also postponed. The Twins are slated to play a doubleheader tonight against the A's. That's all the biggest sports news of today. For FM88 Sports, I'm Ben Cower. Thanks, Ben. When we return on News Center 88, Good Samaritan gets billed for fundraising efforts. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88. You're listening to West Virginia's first public radio station. Public radio? What does that mean? No commercials. All I'm trying to say is maybe uh, no commercials is a good idea. Help build ready. So crank up the commercial-free sound of WMUL FM 88.1, and we guarantee you won't hear one single commercial. 
High school students from around the world come to spend a semester or year in area schools. Your family can learn about Germany, China, Finland, or another country by hosting a student. International Experience is a nonprofit that facilitates international exchange, and they invite you to share your home with a student who will become a part of your family. To learn more, contact International Experience at 888-266-2921. That's 888-266-2921, or visit ie-usa.com, 888-266-2921. And finally, today on News Center 88, file this under No Good Deed Goes Unpunished. A Connecticut middle school teacher raised $41,000 to help hundreds of struggling neighbors during the pandemic. His reward? A big, a big tax bill. Louis Gauffinet of Mansfield began buying food for elderly neighbors early in the pandemic, and when he saw the demand was high, he launched two Facebook fundraisers. But he raised so much money, he could be liable for more than $16,000 in income taxes. The heart... Court reports Gauffinet is working with an accountant to see how to satisfy the tax claim. Researchers in New Mexico have been checking out a shark that dates back to 300 million years, and now they've named the ancient sea dweller. In a science bulletin, discoverer John Paul Hodnett says that a nearly seven-foot creature will be called Hoffman's Dragon Shark to honor the family that owns the Albuquerque area land where it was unearthed in 2013. One feature that makes the shark distinctive is its teeth. Instead of being spread among the jawline like spears, the Hoffman shark had short, squat teeth less than an inch long. Hodnett says that the choppers are great for grasping and crushing prey rather than piercing it. An eight-year-old boy living in Metro Phoenix has been staging food drives from his home in response to the pandemic. Dylan Pfeiffer says he is driven by his desire to help people. He got the idea for the food drives after hearing on the news that some students around the United States were having a hard time accessing virtual learning because they didn't have internet. His family didn't know how to provide internet, so they devised food drives instead to help. Pfeiffer's hosted three since October and is thinking about having the next one in June when summer vacation begins. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5. For the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For David Atkins, Bradley Wells, Andrew Rogers, Jonathan Edwards, and the entire News Center 88 team. I'm Catherine Blankenship, and your thought of the day is, acceptance, acceptance and tolerance and forgiveness, those are life-altering lessons. Jessica Lane.